Today, from the Book of Wisdom, we're given a very profound statement that God did not create death. Yet so often when we go to a family who's had a death in a family, and we say, why did God let this person die? Well, wisdom really gives us the answer. It's not God. It's sin. And it all came from the devil. Going back to creation and Adam and Eve, everything was fine. They were going to live forever in the presence of God. Yet Satan came into the picture and said, eat this fruit and you will have wisdom beyond knowledge that you could ever comprehend. So what happens? They take of this fruit and they fall into sin. The sin that has been with us ever since, original sin. It keeps us from really understanding our relationship with God because we put up this barrier. And Satan loves putting up barriers that keep us from recognizing God's presence, not only in ourselves, but in our brothers and sisters. Yet God is always present to us. He's always willing to break down those barriers that truly keep us from seeing God in one another. St. Paul, as he addressed the church for the second time in Corinth, says, I want to share with you the truth. I've given you the truth. You need to continue living that truth and to share that truth with your brothers and sisters. For those who have, share. To those who don't, you don't have to share as much. But it doesn't mean you don't share. We need to be open as much as possible to the presence of God working in our lives for our brothers and sisters, of recognizing our need to share our bounty with our brothers and sisters so that they can have a better life, so that they can come to know Christ better in their own lives. That means not only financially, but through our prayer, through our giving, through our witness, we bring Christ's presence to our brothers and sisters. As we look at the gospel, Jesus is traveling, and as he's doing so, the synagogue official, a man of great power, comes and says, my daughter is almost dead. Would you please come touch her? He has faith, faith beyond his regular practice. And the Lord simply says, it's going to be okay. Don't worry about it. She's not dead. So they begin traveling. And as they are, this woman comes up and touches him. He feels the energy from his body being dispersed. So he turns around and says, Who touched me? And of course, the disciples. They're always there to give an answer. Well, you can see there's all these people. How are you? We don't know who touched you. But what happens? This woman, with fear and trembling, comes to him, kneels down in front of him. Your faith has saved you. The Lord's grace to us is ever present. He's always willing to touch out and touch us, bringing us his strength. But we need to touch him first. We need to reach out to him and say, I need your help. I can't do it by myself. 
And the Lord continues on his journey. He comes to the synagogue's house, and everyone says, oh, she's dead. There's great weeping. There's wailing. Get them out of here. They don't need to be here. Because she's not dead, she's asleep. You can understand why the people, you've got to be kidding me. We know she's dead. Who are you to say she's only sleeping? Yet he takes the mother and father and goes into the room. You can feel the depth of their, their heart, seeing their daughter lying there. What does the Lord do? He simply reaches out and touches her hand. And immediately she gets up. Imagine what joy and grace was filling the parents at that moment. Their child, who they thought was dead, is alive. The Lord is alive in us when he touches our very souls in the gift of baptism. As he continues to nourish us in the sacrament of confirmation, and then most precious in the sacrament we receive today in the Eucharist, he touches us completely and fully in his own body and blood. He's always reaching out to us and say, here I am. And we come forward and say, yes, Lord. Amen. I believe it is you. Continue to nourish me. Continue to fill me with the grace and blessings that are yours to give. And he brings us that healing. He brings us his grace. That is beyond all telling. Then it's our responsibility to take that grace that we've been given and share it with our brothers and sisters, reaching out to them, bringing them the power of Christ, living through us for them. May we be open to that spirit, the grace that God has bestowed upon us, and use it for the betterment of our brothers and sisters.